the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. I love you, San Antonio. I hope you're having a great day. Let's thank the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Bless us, lead us, guide us, touch us, direct us, show us the way in the will, give us wisdom and knowledge on everything that we touch, everything we do. Help me be a mentor to these people and help me to show them and open their eyes to what's going on in this world. And I ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Man, there's so much going on in the car business. You wouldn't believe it. We've been talking about how many delinquent debts there are in the car business and how it might be a crash and what's going on. And, man, I get magazines every day. And they're concerned, but they're not concerned about your well-being. They're concerned about selling vehicles, making more money. They're not worried about you not being able to pay for a car. The share of high-risk loans drops. Uh, excuse me, as 60-day delinquencies rose. Now, how does that make sense? They tell us that 60-day delinquencies have rose. Finances, finances sources took correction action and reduced their overall share of subprime and sub-deep prime sum. Now, how deep is deep subprime loans? I don't know, but man, and they're talking about they're they're tightening the credit up. Credit sources also fell during the period as financing sources shift to slightly more conservative strategies. Now, is this the bankers or is this the car dealers? Is this the egg or the chicken? What we're trying to figure out here is, did you overbuy or did you get oversold? Which one is it? Did your did somebody push your button and just make you decide? Oh man, I got to have this new car. I got to have this new vehicle. Oh, I, I I deserve it. I want to reward myself. But now the dealers and the manufacturers say tightening too much might choke off sales. Oh no! Now they don't they don't want to lose the sales. They don't want to lose the profit. I put on Facebook and I text out a few. Do car dealers know how to spell kindness? Kindness. Is that taking care of fellow man? Has selfishness overwhelmed kindness? Has selfishness and me, me, me don't care about your customer? I'll make a big commission check. I don't care if they're. Buried. I don't care if they can't make the payment. I don't care if I twist the truth a little bit or get in that gray area a little bit. But, I mean, over time and time, does a salesperson get to the point where they try to be a little beyond what they need to be? I mean, stretch out more and more. I, You know, I got this customer to buy way too much. Is that okay? Did I use my ability and talents, what I've been trained to do, to get more money out of them? Give us a call here at the station, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Give us a call. We're glad to talk to you about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. But kindness, where did kindness, did we lose it? I mean, when I was growing up, I've been I've many a fight, football, basketball, tough situation growing up in poor area of New Braunfels, uh, living on the river, just you know, just trying to just get by. And I grew up and always had a battle. Had a bully when I was a guy that was in the sixth grade, bullied me, and I was in the fourth grade. <laughs> 
Finally, one day, my mother said, you got to stand up for yourself. That bully's not going to leave you alone. Evidently, the teacher's not going to help you. So on the playground, he was bullying me, and when he didn't look, I jumped on his Jumped on him, grabbed him around the neck, and I started punching him with all I had. Ed drew a great big crowd. Everybody knew about the bullying. And, man, I was I caused him some pain and misery. Teachers came in. They took us in. And everybody told them, said, this sixth grader been bullying Randy. Well, do we feel like we're bullying people? Is it okay to take all? If you put somebody in a bind... And there's no money left at the end of the month. And you cause that. Is that kindness? Do you care about the fellow man? Do you love your fellow man? Or is it more selfishness? I've got to make more money. It's not. I had a owner tell me, he said, Randy, you know, you sure talk about overhead. I said, is it the truth? He said, yeah, yeah, we got lots of overhead, and it's growing all the time. I said, you, have you caught me in any lies? No. Am I telling the truth about the car business? Yeah. I said, is it my fault or the customer's fault that you got a $50 million business? No. Is it my fault or the customer's fault that your overhead's a million and a half to a month? No. So you made that decision to be in that business, and due to the business, the overhead is tremendous because there's nothing cheap anymore. And Obama put in 20,000 regulations in the business in the last eight years, and your overhead has skyrocketed. Is that my fault or your fault? You have the decision, and you can sell the business for big money. But has the money factor bigger in your life than anything else? There's 20% of the dealers that will tell you the truth. Try it. they got to make money. You know, you, you sell a piece of real estate for 300000 and the real estate company that sells it, and most of the time, don't do much. You know, most of the time, the customer sells themselves. So all the real estate person does is write the deal up. And on 300000 they get $18,000. Well, should a dealer get five, six percent profit? Is that fair? We want you to we want them to make money. We want you to get what you can afford. There's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. And so we want you to get what you can buy, but we want you to think about it. We want you to think outside the box. We want you to have common sense on making those decisions. And we want you to understand that you're in a battle. You're in a bona fide real battle. And in this battle, you better be prepared because they'll take care of hiding all and they'll empty your bank account, put you in a bind in your budget, and do it for 84 months. You don't even know what's going to happen in six months from now. And you're about to get tied in on a deal that's going to be 84 months. Is that debtor's prison? Is that what you want? That's why we need to know what's going on and when you get spun, when you get four squared, when you get eight squared, when they put add-ons on, when they tell you, oh, man, what's that payment? That's packing payments. What's that What's that 580 down on the bottom? Well, that's that's just dealer prep. So you want me to pay to get this car ready, when you get all those other cars ready, but you're going to point me out, make me pay for cleaning up cars that you're going to clean up anyway, and all of them are cleaned up. Now, what happens if you get this dealer prep ready on one, and the dealer needs it? Do you charge that other dealer, that new car dealer that did a swap out with you, dealer prep? I don't think so, Bubba. You, you think that? Don't say you land a park if you think another dealer's going to pay five. They're not that crazy. They didn't get born. They, I know that some of them was born at night, but not last night. So, you want to add on? You want to? You want to charge me? It's it's. We have also. You charge to get it transferred. That's set in the state. Everybody has to put the figures in it, I'm telling you. But I've seen so many dealers add. They look for a reason to add $100, 200 300 400 $500.
So we want them to make money, a decent percentage. But 80% of those dealers out there want to make 30 to 50%. And that gets out of line. That gets your budget out of line and gets you in a position where you, you just flat can't handle it. Do you want to be put in that position where at the end of the month, what's the biggest problem that affects marriages? Financing. Budget. Do you want to cause a hardship on your relationship, a hardship on your marriage? Is that what you want? Give us a call, 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. The only dumb questions are ones you don't ask. I answer questions on Saturday. I will give my mobile phone number out later on the second half of the show, so get pen and paper, call your friends and neighbors. if they. I give it out to anybody on this show. This is the only show I give it out. In fact, I had a car dealer tell me, he said, Are you crazy? I heard you give out. He He watches me on Facebook. We're on Facebook Live. He said, you you gave your mobile number out? I said, I can back up anything I say, and I will back it up, and I'm glad to talk to people, and I want to learn from people. The problem with most car dealers are they don't like people. They don't want to talk to you unless they're making money, honey. If I can see the money, if oh, you don't want to buy a car, I don't want nothing to do with you. Get out of here, yeah. Have you ever been run off from a car lot? Yeah. Thrown out the door? Not because you're rude, just because you're not buying. Well, I'm thinking about buying a car in six months from now. Well, get out of here. Come back in six months. Don't waste my time. No. I get people calling me all the time. I'm a year from buying. Okay, what can I answer your question? How can I get you prepared? How can you look what's going on? How can I open your eyes? How can I help you with the decisions that you're making? Oh, I just love one. Proverbs 1.5, you know, let the wise listen and add to their learning. But, you know, we justify what we buy. Oh, man, we tell our wife, oh, I need this truck. Honey, you're not going to haul nothing but air. What are you going to haul? Yeah, but I need it. You know, I look so cool in it. I want to reward myself. Okay, go ahead and buy that $80,000 truck that you're riding around. Just riding around, and it's a diesel, and it costs a lot more money and a lot more maintenance. And when you get 120,000 miles, instead of 80, it's worth 25,000. Oh, man. Oh, but that's after tax dollar. So if you pay $80,000 for this truck, then you got to go make 100 to pay 80. Oh, but don't forget the interest. Don't forget insurance. Don't forget extra maintenance. Take my advice, Bubba. Do whatever your little heart desires, but it's your hard-earned money. But we'll justify, are you lying? Are you deceiving yourself? Are you lying to yourself? I'm working on better decisions, opening your eyes, letting you understand, man, what am I doing? Is this fun, making payments, praying, and it's going to be worth something at the end of the payments, 84 months, and you don't know what's going to happen in the next six months or a year? Or do we lie to ourselves? Do we lie to ourselves, I can afford this, and my job is secure forever, and I'll always find a better job, and it'll never break. That salesman tells me these cars are boy they they keep their value, and they and they never break, and we never have any problems with. Them. And then you walk into the back of the shop, and they got the shop full, they got the parking lot full, and they're working on cars, you know. Instead of complaining and wallowing in self pity and grief. We need to take actions. We need to learn. We need to grow. We need to study. You know, just so many people are, it's it's hard to explain, but a fool gives full vent at his anger, and a wise man keeps himself under control. That fool gets in that dealership. And they listen to all these wonderful things, how great it is, how the smell looks, how the dealership looks, how everything is so awesome, so great, so peaceful. Man, man, ain't it wonderful? I just love it. 
You can, it'll last you forever. It'll keep its value. And then guess what? Man, they got a new model out next year. I had a guy tell me the other day, he said, he's got a, a, a 95 Camaro, but they don't make them anymore, 95 Camaros. I said, hey, Bubba, guess what? They don't make 2017 Camaros now. All of 2017's of shop stopped being built, and now they're building 2018's. Isn't that wonderful? And now you're driving a 2017, and I hope they don't make a body change. I don't hate, I hope they don't make too many great changes. We might be out of style. My image may not be as cool as it should be. You know, my image is pretty important. You know, I I got to look the look, look the deal. I don't care if it costs me too much money. I got to look cool. I I told about this, and I had so many people say, "Where was that house?" I went by a house here about two months ago, and this house hadn't been painted in fifty years. Needed a, a little work around it. Needed a yard cut. And there was three brand, almost brand new, looked like they had to be 16 or 17, Dodge and Ford trucks sitting in the front of this yard. House looked terrible, looked like it's falling down. And there was three brand new high dollar trucks sitting out front. So I just thought, you know, maybe they're visiting. So... Every time I go by there now, I look over there. I don't know whether if they're working or not. Them trucks are there a bunch. Now, there they're sit, and I talked about probably, you know, could be $150,000, $200,000 worth of trucks that's losing its value, and they won't take care of their house or their home. It's probably worth thirty, forty, fifty thousand, maybe. But they'd rather live. In that situation, but their image looks good riding around in a brand-new truck. Yeah, let me tell my buddies how, how great a deal I got. I got this great deal, yeah. Say, so yeah, what's it going to be worth in three to five years? Oh, I don't care. It won't be worth much, but, you know, I'll work hard and pay for it. Well, take my advice do whatever your little heart wants. If that's what you really want to do, you know. And now we've got big-box stores coming in. You don't think car business is not a cash cow. Billionaires are trying to buy all the business up. But what do they do with their money? They, it's not good in a bank because it don't draw any interest unless you're a banker. That way you can loan it out 20 times what you've got in there. You don't want it put in the stock market even though it's going up. Everybody's scared it might come down. Who knows? So... They're wanting to put it in cash cow businesses. So now we've got two big box stores here. We're going to have five big box stores. And so I had a guy tell me, he said, man, I'm looking at these big box stores, and they're a lot higher than anybody else. I've shopped them hard. I listen to your show. I'm shop, shop, shopping. I get on the computer, and I spend a little effort and a little time, and I'm growing, and I'm learning. He said, but some of these big box stores, prices are tremendously high. Why? I said, number one, they don't have a service department to make money. They don't have a body shop to make money. And they don't have a, a, a parts department to make money. He said, Randy, you don't have one either. I said, yeah, but my overhead is one-twentieth of theirs. And we sell 150 to 200 cars a month. I said, that's the difference, is my overhead is almost nothing. Theirs is tremendous every month. Mine's one-twentieth or less of theirs. I don't have to cover that every month. I don't have to produce that much money. Now, these big box stores are the same as a new car franchise without the franchise. And that's where that comes from. So you, if you want to pay for convenience, and that's why everybody wants convenience, and if you want to pay for security where if I don't like the car in three days, I get to take it back. Excuse me? 
that if you don't hearken the door, that's the law. If you don't hearken the door, you can. That's any product that you buy. Let's say a vacuum cleaner salesman shows up at your house, and you they sell you a new vacuum cleaner. You got three days to turn it back because that's the law. You didn't walk into their established brick and mortar. That's why online places will let you send something back because they're not harking their door. Now, they may change that online. Who knows? You know, nobody knows what's going on in the Internet business. Who's trying to control it? So, But the Internet has given you a vast world of knowledge to learn from and to grow and understand and see. But that's why I want you to shop, 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 but realize Right now, I can sell you a new Ford, new Cadillac, new Lincoln, new Chevrolet, uh, new Dodge, new Jeep, uh, all kinds of cars, and deliver them to your door cheaper than you can walk into any dealership in San Antonio and buy it. Plus, you don't have to walk into the dealership. Plus, you don't have to walk in the F&I department. And I'll make sure that you get plenty for your trade. The other day, I got some people a new Cadillac and... uh, they needed more for their trade. I made an offer on it. The Cadillac store had a buyer waiting for their vehicle. It was an Escalade. And they had the right buyer and the right money. And I made them give more money than I was given for the unit. So it worked out great for the people. We got them a new Cadillac. They traded in at the Cadillac dealership I do business with. Delivered it to them. Just got a new Jeep for uh, another radio personality. They wanted a brand-new Grand Cherokee. We got it delivered to their door, handled F&I, didn't have to walk in the door, didn't have to. They, they said they'd rather go to a dentist than walk into a new car dealership. Wow. Man, I'm going to tell you, a lot of people don't walk in a dentist. Now, i got a great dentist. I like him. I don't have any fear there. But I've got friends of mine who I've done business with the last 40, 45 years that was in the car business, who retired, got out of the car business, been out five to seven years, and they want to buy a new vehicle, and they've all called me to get them a new vehicle. I said, well, call the place where you used to work. I have. You can't deal with these people. Things have changed. Well, I'll explain after this next segment what things have changed, because things have changed. Here's people in the business now can't buy from where they used to work for? Excuse me. What's going on there, Bubba? Yeah. I'll explain that. So, hey, call your friends. Call your neighbors. I'm going to put my mobile out next half of the show. Give me a call. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. That's my website, or randyadamsinc.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. We're looking for cargo vans. Hey, if you've got a, a hotel out there, you need to get rid of passenger vans. If you've got a company of any kind, you need to sell anything, give us a call. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter what it is. Bought uh, Lexus with a bad motor. Bought a Lincoln with a bad transmission. I buy all kinds of stuff. Bought a late model wrecked. You know, I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Describe your car. I'll tell you what I'll give. Now, I'll come back. The email will come back that this is an offer, and I don't know how I've got to change that. But I'm a buyer on anything that I tell you on, as long as I don't have to spend any extra money fixing it in order to sell. Now, if you describe it right, I'll tell you. I had a guy call me, and he said it's got $1,000 worth of body damage. I told him what I'd give. He brought me the truck, and I bought the truck with the $1,000 body damage. He didn't want to fix it. He wanted to get something else, and he had something lined up. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com, follow the easy process, and you'll learn more and more. It's free. So call your friends and neighbors or tune in. We'll be right back in a minute. We're on Facebook Live, uh, just everything that's going on. And we're going to talk about what happened to my friends lately about buying a car. Thank you, KSLR The Word. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, everybody here. And Barron's in Louisiana. Hey, get me a Fiesta omelet. Bring it back with you when you're coming back from Louisiana. He was at the Waffle House. I love Fiesta omelets. Man, whenever I'm traveling and I see one, I got to stop and have it. Used to get one in Dallas Auto Auction right after the auction. But anyway, God bless you, San Antonio. I love you. Hope I'm making a difference. 
I want to tell you the, exactly the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business, the new dirty, the latest secrets. And I've got magazines. i got some more new magazines that's got all kinds of stuff in it. God bless you. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offered valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on AM 630 KSLR. Chevrolet, how about that? You know, I bought a brand new 67 Camaro from them in 1967. That's right. Uh, I My dad bought cars and kept Chevrolet, and I kind of stayed out of his way in spots that he liked, and I would get the older, cheaper cars out then. But in 19, first time I walked into kept Chevrolet, had to have been about 64, 65. I was buying and selling then, and I've told my life story about starting buying cars when I was 14, and, and, it, and a dealership in Georgetown, Texas, sold me 49 to 51 Fords. But they would get some older stuff at Kep Chevrolet. And my dad and I loved Junior Kep. That was uh, Senior Kep. And then, and we knew Senior Kep, too. But the car business has changed tremendously. And I'm glad to see that it's been passed on from generation to generation. Uh, I happen to, I haven't done business with Kep Chevrolet in years and years, but they're I remember how great they were and how wonderful the people were there. But also, like I say, I've got dealerships. I can deliver you a brand-new car at your home. You don't have to leave. You get the right car at the right price and take the fear out of walking to dealerships. I do this for doctors and lawyers because they understand that it, it takes a long time and a lot of work to do it right. And they, for $195, we do hassle-free auto buying. You have to call my office, 830-625-7159, or call my mobile, 830-708-4789. I'll give it to you again. It's 830-708-4789. Give us a call, and we'll deliver a brand-new vehicle to your home. You're going to love the price. I'm going to... Uh, see what your car's worth. I'll step up on your car. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you can take the fear out of walking in the dealership. Give us a call here. No dumb questions. Like I say, and I won't embarrass you. 210 340 And uh, I ran across something the other day I thought was pretty interesting. Isaiah, I was in Isaiah at the time. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. How many people think they're getting a great deal when they walk in? This preferred VIP customer that you'll hear about on other radio shows. I know the managers that used to work there, they'll tell you they make a lot of money on preferred VIP customers. Why? Because woe to them, they're wise in their own eyes. They think they're, and they get built up. They get built up. Here's something that was written 3,000 years ago, and it's still true today. Of course, they didn't have cars back then, but maybe they were selling sandals or, I don't know, or canes, walking canes or something. But woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. I got news for you. I learn every day. Hey, I live by 1-5. 
Let the wise listen to add to their learning. Proverbs 1, 5, I live by because I'm always open-minded, ready to learn, ready to grow, ready to understand. That's why I read the Bible every day. One thing's because I know that I don't know it all. Just when you think you know it all, boy, you're in trouble. Well, just when you think you got plenty of wisdom, that's telling you you don't have enough wisdom. And you're not prepared because things have changed. And I'm going to talk about that. Guys that have been out of the business five to seven years are coming to me for me to help them get them a new car. Why? Because business has changed. Overhead has exploded. Technology has changed. Training has changed. Everything has changed. I get people all the time, all during the week, call me and say, me and our family have done business with this dealership for 20 years. And now it's not working. Now we see a difference. I said, well, I've studied it, and I am studying it. Part of it is the change in the business, the overhead, what they need to survive, what they need to make money, what the regulations have caused. There's a lot of changes there, but they need to make more money. But you're also wiser. I've given you the information. I'm letting you open your eyes, get common sense, stand back, look at what's going on, study your needs, study your budget, be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually. And so you're seeing the difference. They're changing maybe a little bit. And you're understanding what's going on in the business. That's what's going on. These guys are walking into dealerships that they used to do business with, they used to work for. One of my buddies was general manager, used car manager, new car sales manager. He walked into the dealership. He said, Randy, I got frustrated. So he came to me, and I got him a new truck. A lot cheaper than where he used to work for that could sell him one. That's how much the, dis, the change in the dis business has been. And it's going to continue to change, continue to grow, continue to do something because it's going to take more. It's going to take more money. Name a fixed overhead that's gone down in your life the last 10 years. Nothing. Has your, has your uh, income stayed up with what it costs to live? Mine hadn't. Everything's going up. Taxes, insurance, food. Everything goes up. Everything goes up. But wages haven't gone up. So that's what's going on in the business, and you need to understand that. And that's what I'm trying so hard to do. Matthew 7.20 says, By the fruit you will, be reckon, you will recognize them. And you have examined, have you examined your fruit lately? Is that the key? Have you done anything lately? Is, it, is your fruit good, bad, ugly, useful, or wild? Do salespeople cover it up with the, what they say? But here's the fruit. The fruit shows up at the end of the month. What kind of fruit do you have? What kind of, what kind of things did he say? That's why I tell you to write down everything in the world. And, and and get it together. We've got a caller online. We got Jim on line two. Hello, Jim. This is Randy Adams. Hey, Randy. Uh, I was first time I ever listened to your show, and I'm intrigued. I'm. Uh, we just got through buying a, a couple of used vehicles, one for me and one for my daughter. Great. Uh, do, do you have some good sound advice for how to go out into the market trying to find a? You know, the used cars nowadays are pretty. I bought a. I bought a car with 100,000 miles on it, and it's a great car. That's normal. Uh, I think I got a good deal on it, but do you have any advice on the used car side? Well, it's just seeing what the new market and old market. I've explained it over the last year of this show and two and a half years. Understanding the changes in the market, the time in the market. We're going to see a big change September 15th like we always do. It's usually between September 15th and October 1st. It's because new cars, right now especially, they got a lot of 17s new. They got a lot of 18s. Well, that pushes everything down to the used cars. And what happens is we're going to have too many cars on the market and too many dealers are going to be sitting on too much. But here's the key. If you shopped hard and you really see what's going on and see what the market is, and that's why we have LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. I have a lot of people go to my website that's looking at a car, trying to buy a car, and they want to know what the wholesale figure or what the dealer. I had a guy call me on a, a just give me an example, an SS Camaro yesterday, and he had went through my process, and he said, 
I've got a, a 12 Camaro with 38,000 miles SS, and you hit it at 18 grand. I said, okay, shop around, see if you can sell it for any more than that. I said, I'm, I'm on the market. There might be somebody's got a customer to give a little more money. He said, well, where'd you come up with a figure? I said, for one thing, I pulled up on my phone, and I got auction reports of what those cars are bringing with those kind of miles. I can back mm-hmm. up what it was meant. And that, that's what it is. It's, it's a matter of getting out and seeing what the market is, what's available, comparing. You know, first off, a, a good deal starts with a good car. And so you figure out what a good car is, what fits your needs, what fits your budget, and then see what the market is and add a little profit to it. So I told him, I said, I'd sell that car for eighteen five to nineteen five, And you're asking 25000 That's why you've not been able to sell it. It's over the market compared to what somebody else can do. But, uh, yeah, we, we're trying our process. We, we, uh, I'm trying to get on my website a testimony, but I get – Probably 20 to 40 calls on Monday, people thanking me for what the show's done to them, educate them, and, and show them what's going on. You go to learn to buy and sell cars.com, you'll see the other radio stations we're on. We're in Austin, we're also on another station here in San Antonio. We were in Corpus, and we've got right now about 120 stations that want our show we're just trying to find corporate sponsors that want to prove to the community they want everybody i've got a, a station in austin that rocks covert uh the chevrolet dealer i do business with that he wants to educate the community where they make better decisions because mm-hmm. if they make better decisions they'll come to see him to buy a new truck and it works that way and, it, and that's the truth so would you say that's the uh that's the 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 philosophy of your show or the the, the mission statement of your show is to My mission statement is buying. my number one mission statement is for people to see the change in my life. I was a pure heathen and I'm now I know Jesus Christ. I went from a taker to a giver and Amen. and part of my mission is to teach people forgiveness. I had unforgiveness in my life that wrecked my mind, wrecked a lot of things in my life. But when I accepted Jesus Christ, my life changed. I'm from a giver to uh, from a taker to a giver, helping, being Amen. a mentor, loving people, caring by people. And the Lord gave me this show three years ago. There were some stations that didn't want me because they didn't want me to. They were scared they would lose their advertisers. Of the bad mm-hmm. people who take advantage of people who make 40 and 50 percent mm-hmm. on a car. And so that's okay. my mission statements, a lot of ministry, but cleaning your mind up where you make better decisions and you take pride, <laughs> greed and selfishness and keeping up with the Joneses. The Joneses tried to keep up with me when I was a heathen. I had the biggest Amen. and the baddest of everything, I know. you know. And it and it right. did. Glad to see the change of life, man. I appreciate hearing a guy like that talk cars, but but having have a testimony like you, that's really cool. Well, we're going to continue to teach people. I've got books, I've got notes, I've got a spiral notebook full of what's going on, and I can't put it all out at one time. All my shows are different. Austin shows different from my other San Antonio show. The Corpus show was different. We're looking at getting back in Corpus. Uh, Valero was a possibility of a sponsor down in Corpus. I'd love to be back down there again. But we're looking for corporate sponsors that uh, want to, you know. And I, I've got a lot of Valero people, the presidents and vice presidents, listen to my show and love it. And so we're a lot of looking believers for believers in those corporations, you know. Oh, yes, a lot of them really are, and great okay. people. Great, great people. Thank you, right, Jim. Thanks, brother. Anytime, I hope you wrote now on my mobile. You can give me a call anytime. And my mobile number is 830-708-4789. Thank you for calling, Jim. And now we're on line three. We have Eric. Eric, Randy Adams, how you doing? Thanks for calling. Hello? Hello, Eric. Yeah, hi. How are you? Good morning. Great. Good morning. I'm, uh, uh, I'm inter- my wife is now interested in... Looking at a a Honda Pilot, great. They're, like, they're great vehicles. And I was telling her about uh, I've listened to you for a while now, and about your your comments and your observations about the uh, September fifteenth, uh, October, 15th. yes, yep. and also yep. about the condition of the market itself. Because I've I've seen that I sort of keep up on on. Uh, economics and things like that. So I, I agree with you totally. 
uh, about uh, possible uh, good advice for people that are somewhat prudent in checking into things. Uh, we the last new vehicle we bought was a 1993 Ford F-150. Uh, she's still driving it, so right. we we tend to get our money's worth out of product. Well, that car, that truck's gone up in the last two to three years. It has not gone down. It started back up. Everybody wants an older truck, and they've they've okay. really gone up. Well, we've kept it in great shape. It's got about 180,000 original miles on it. She's done most of the driving. You do. Um, you you have uh, you do my secret remedy on and cleaning up the carburetor and the and keeping it running forever, haven't you? Uh, Behrman's B12 and transmission fluid in the gas tank every 3,000 miles. Now give me a call on my mobile and I'll explain that to you. Okay, you know, when I was a kid, I worked at a gas station, and one time I, I poured transmission fluid, but I did it into the carburetor. Yeah, itself. we did. I did that a thousand, a million times, maybe. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I, and well, was, uh, give, give me a call on my mobile, and I'll tell you about it and how it's okay. helped tremendous amount of people. I'll even tell you about a story about a good friend of mine, the only lawyer I had a lot of respect for, uh, who passed okay. away. But anyway, he uh, he had a 67 Corvette that we were driving one day, and he got low on gas, and he was complaining he was have to get it tuned up. And uh, we he went to fill it up. And when he went in the station, he said, i got to go to the bathroom. And I jogged across the street to AutoZone and got some Behrman's B12 transmission fluid, put it in his gas tank, and we took off running. And about 10 miles down the road, that Corvette got to running better and better and better. He looked at me and he right. said, I can't believe this thing's running any better. I said, yeah, I put, I put Behrman's B12 and transmission fluid in there. I said, I'm only going to charge you a hundred and a half. That's what you charge me an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but it works on carburetors real well, too. Okay. In fact, we just okay. put it, hey, we just put it on a welder. We were, one of my projects this week was moving a shed. I'm, I'm tearing down a building, building a new building, and we, and my welder, Nobody put, my guy didn't put any transmission fluid to stabilize the gasoline, and it's sitting in my gas welder, and we needed to weld up these pipes. And so we've sprayed it out, cleaned it out with with Behrman's B12, put some transmission fluid in it, and that welder ran like a new one. And it's carburetor. But no, the, on your pilot, yeah, I think you start studying your budget starting talking to your your get your credit up if you haven't get it up as high and as best you can talk to four or five banks credit unions get the best interest rate if you're going to borrow money best kind of car is a paid for car my mother told me years ago if you don't have half the cash don't buy nothing and but she could talk to Dave Ramsey his class and so there you go and okay. so you know, get your financing ready and be prepared to start looking because we're going to see it and we're going to see it Probably a two thousand dollar drop in the market on used cars September fifteenth till October fifteenth because it happened last year and we're going to have even more cars this year. Well, we've been blessed with a lot of hard work, and I'm actually positioned. If I had the right deal, I could cash out. Great. But, you know, also I know uh, you can make money using other people's money as well. I'm, I'm well, it depends on. But here, here's my theory on that. Did yeah, that's great. But what are you going to do with that money? You know, I've got a buddy of mine that's got plenty of money. He bought a brand new truck and he got 1.65 from Randolph Brooks, which is a great, great rate. Uh, right. I, but that money's sitting in the bank at one point. One, you know, he got that money sitting in the bank, and I said, well, that's great to use somebody else's money, but if it sits in the bank and don't do nothing. Is it going to lose value? It's oh, not going to lose value. I agree 100%. I've, I've got next couple of years where our son is finishing up medical school, so oh, we've mercy. got opportunities. Yes. We have opportunities to put money in places that we don't anticipate today. Well, so we're, yes. kind of, we're keeping some of that back as well. 
Well, and, it sounds like it. financially you've made the right decisions, and that's what you need. And that way, yes, you can borrow somebody else's money in your situation because you know what it is. But, see, the car dealer don't understand that you're sitting in front of a salesperson, and they don't understand right. what you can do and what you opportunities you've got. And so they're trying to convince you to, to do all these things and to overbuy and uh, over, you know, he oversells, and then they sure. they want to keep everything available. And this is a one-sided game. I don't care what anybody says. Kindness, car dealers can't spell kindness because they're out to make all they can. They make 25% of what they sell it for. These dealerships that tell you yeah. all our salesmen are on salary, well, I got news for you. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to pay the great ones a lot of money to keep them. Yeah, the, the better and happier they are with you, the more money they're making off of you. I, I, I got that. Oh, yes. I'm a, and, of course, they like to sell you financing because they, they make money somewhere in that as well. Well, if they can match what you can get somewhere else, they get a finder's fee, and that's great. That's fine. And I'm that keeps... I want them to make money. I, I need them to make money. That's yeah. good. I don't mind that. Um, I just I want to make it where they make a little, as little as on mine as I can. Well, you and, want them to make five, six, eight percent. That's fine, but these guys yeah. are out there to make thirty, forty, fifty percent. That's the ones you got to you got to stay away from because yeah, they're hard after that. tax money. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I'm I'm trying to. This is this is a, more of a want right now with my wife, but she's been real patient and. You know, if the opportunity's there, we we'll, we want to make a move, but we don't have to in terms of a purchase. So I'm doing some – now it's time to do the due diligence. I've, and you've mentioned these over the last several months about September coming up and all these other poss- – and, and the market itself is kind of crazy. So I'm I'm, I'm going to kind of ramp it up my education process a little bit. And uh, uh, I, I don't know, uh, when we bought our last new truck for her, we were looking for pre-owned because, you know, a lot of times there's a, a, a nice difference in a year or two uh, uh, older model. You might make a substantial buy there. But the market was too close. It You're was right. Not that, I remember. Hey, was, I remember 93. I was in the business. Like I said, yeah, I've been okay. since 63. But 93 uh, we were buying new units because we couldn't find enough used ones, and we were making money on new units, believe it or not. 1978, yep. I talk about Corvettes. I had probably 20 brand-new Corvettes, and I'd drive them for a 1,000 miles and make a little money. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's what I try to do with my wife's driver. She puts a few miles on it, and we sell it, get even, or make a little, or lose a little, and go on. I try to get as much as I can out of the value of, of the vehicle I can. And that's what you were in the 93. But now I see where you're standing, because if the right buy comes in the right situation and you can afford it, yes. But you're not running out there and just buying the first thing you find. I, that's the wise decision that you're making. And well, thank you. And I, and I want to uh, I want to put the cherry on it and make a wise buy. And, and I'm I don't like doing a lot of shopping. My wife is okay with that. She'll do most of the background on it. But I need to get her in the right directions uh, and and get forward on that. Uh, and I'm I'm going to go to your buy and use car dot com site and and do that as well. Uh, you have the buying service that you do for doctors, etc. For two hundred dollars, and that that looks enticing uh, to to do that as well. And I have a friend that's in the in the auction business, right. car auction business. And I'm I, I'm kind of I'm I don't know if you were if you what would you suggest uh, get a direction to go with me right now? Well, uh, in the auction in the auction business, all the big time auction people who work at the auction, I uh-huh. buy cars for them. And okay. I help them. I help them at the auction. And uh, one of the reps asked me yesterday, she's going to get with me. She needs to get a vehicle for her husband. And so general managers, assistant general managers, uh, they all come to me if they want to make a purchase or if they need to sell something. Okay, so how do I get into your loop? Just, just <laughs> give us a call. Go to my website or use my mobile number. My mobile number is 830 830- Seven zero eight four seven eight nine. But no, I uh, and then there's some situations just like a friend of mine this week called me. He found a great deal, 
And he, and we we looked at it, we researched it, and I told him, I said, you need to buy this truck. If you don't, I want it. I'll go make money with it. And he found an individual okay. who had owned it since new, and he bought the unit, and he made a great buy. And and that's what I told him. I said, he said, well, what I owe you? I said, nothing. I said, you found it. I just helped you out and made sure we double-checked, make sure it was the right deal. I said, I, I, I don't want any money for it. Ninety-five percent of my radio show right now is giving back. Is not buying or selling. And I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, and I sell whatever you need. I mean, I, I'm selling a guy a truck that needs restoring, you know. But that's what he wants, and that's what he needs, and that's what he wants to do. He wants to be productive. He wants to work with his son. They want to restore something, fix something up, do right. something together. And the great, greatest relationships I've seen father, son, and daughter is fixing something up, being productive, working hands-on together. That's a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, that is. I, uh, I, I've been running around this morning. I stopped by my house, and I, I pulled you up on Facebook. I watched part of your show uh, live, and I posted a, a comment about the pilot. Uh, and the reason I'm telling you that is just in case God has a, a, a sense of humor, and sometimes I don't like it, and sometimes it's fantastic. But sometimes uh, people, things happen with me or for me that you may run across a, a great deal on on, 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 on a pilot the next few days or something. I'm on your Facebook uh, with okay. a comment about it. All right. Uh, that would be a way to find well, it. Well, and give me a call. I have talked to you as well. Uh, my son was, is the medical student in Odessa. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. You have a Lexus. He has a Lexus. Yes, sir. Good I memory. I got your number. And, and, yeah, so I, I, I'm available just in case. All right, well, we're out of time. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, listeners. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Hey, 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. Get that hatred. Get that uneasiness. Get that unforgiveness. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.